You're listening to the Effortless Life Podcast, episode 14. Welcome back. I say welcome back because if you just jump straight to this episode without listening to the one before this, I recommend you go back and listen to that first because that's where we lay the foundation for what we're diving into today. Now, of course, this episode will still be highly valuable on its own. However, it'll be even more valuable and really click for you on a much deeper level when you pause this and go back and listen to episode 13 before you join me for this one. Now, at the time that I'm recording these episodes, we are currently smack in the middle of the global crisis known as the COVID-19 outbreak, the coronavirus. In fact, I'm hiding out in my master bedroom closet right now, which happens to be the quietest room in the house because we are literally on lockdown. My family is living life out there in the living room, and I had to tell them, hey, guys, keep it down. I'm going in the back to record. Normally, I'd maybe kick them out of the house for the afternoon or tell them, go find something fun to do, but there is literally nowhere to go. Every single business is shut down except for essential businesses. And here where we live in New Orleans, it was just reported that we have the fastest growth rate of COVID-19 than anywhere else in the world. Life as you know it, as I know it, looks a lot different than maybe it did a couple weeks ago or a couple of months before. Yet it doesn't really matter if you're listening to me here in real time While this pandemic is going on, or if you're listening at a later date, either way, there's a very good chance you have been affected by this global crisis in one way or another. And it's not just the effects this trauma has had on your life, your finances, your livelihood. It's the after effects that will continue to ripple out for years to come. This event that is traumatic with a big T, as I call it, is a big deal for many, many people. Life will never be the same. So that's why in the last episode, we talked about trauma. And I showed you the difference between big T trauma, which is what most people think of when they hear that word, and little t trauma, which are smaller, more everyday occurrences that still cause us emotional pain. And you learned that regardless of whether it's trauma with a big T or trauma with a little t, it's after effects will continue to affect you and your ability to show up in the world and perform if you try to ignore it or numb yourself from it or try to hide from it. And you learned why this happens and what to do about it so that you can heal through it rather than trying to stuff it down and completely ignore it. Which brings us to where we are in this conversation today. Because once you learn to heal through the traumas you've experienced in your life and to learn from them, then you're free to move forward and to find your new normal. And isn't it interesting If you're like most people, when something traumatic happens, our first instinct is to want to get back to normal. I can't tell you how many times during this pandemic someone has said to me they just wish they could get back to normal. Or a variation of this would be to find their new normal and to figure out what the heck that that even looks like. Because for many people, they're dealing with a lot of negative emotions right now, like fear, anxiety, stress overwhelm, desperation, frustration, anger, you name it, someone out there has felt it maybe more intensely than they ever have, maybe even you. And it is traumatic in the truest sense of the word. So in order to find your new normal, both in this situation and with any curveball life throws your way, you have to first understand what trauma is and what happens on an emotional level when you experience trauma, which is what we did in the last episode. So now that that foundation, that groundwork is laid, we can talk about what needs to happen next so that you can find your new normal and feel safe and secure once again. So let's get into it and explore what it means to find your new 
normal. I'm going to show you what you need to stop doing altogether and what you need to start doing to get your mojo back. Also, we'll talk about how our innate need for survival can either help you or hurt you in this process and the underrated silver lining to look for whenever life throws a curveball your way. Okay, so here's what I have to warn you. This episode is only for those who are willing to take a deeper look at what's really going on under the surface. You heard me say this last time that some people like to try to fix engine problems by going to the car wash, thinking if they can just keep a shiny exterior, everything will be okay. This episode is not for those people. I'm not going to tell you to keep your chin up and think happy thoughts. Many people right now are trying to cope by staying positive and focused on the good, which is all good and fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But in doing so, they might not realize they're running the risk of spending more energy pushing away the negative emotions that are there to guide them in the first place. That's right. Those emotions that you feel that we might label negative, like fear or hurt or anger, sadness, guilt, all of those are meant to be felt because they are indicating something on a deeper level that when you pay attention to them, it can help you heal. But what do most people do? They try to stuff them down or think positively and ignore the fact that they're having these feelings, that these feelings even exist because that's part of the coping mechanism they've created based on our innate need to survive. Now, I'm going to get into all of this with you today, so stick with me. When you take what you learn in this episode, it will really help move you forward because you'll become more aware of the things going on under the surface that might be holding you back. What I will walk you through today are tangible, actionable, concrete steps you can take to find and embrace your new normal so you can better prepare yourself for any crisis situation or period of unease and uncertainty that ever comes your way. Because guess what? In this journey called life, things will happen. Things have happened before and things will happen again. So what better thing to do than to equip yourself with the tools you need to approach any traumatic events you face in your life feeling empowered versus disempowered? And dare I say you might walk away from this episode with a new normal that was even better than the normal you knew before. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. Let's dive in. You ready? Here we go. Globally ranked among the top shows in business and education, we're changing the way entrepreneurs work by changing the way they think about work. If you're ready to run your business like a real CEO, instead of your business running you, you're in the right place. You don't have to work as hard as you think you do to create the influence, income, and impact you deserve. It's time for a new way to do business. This is the Effortless Life Podcast. Here's your host, Courtney Elmer. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of The Effortless Life. I am really excited to be here with you today. This is one of my all-time favorite topics, and I can't think of a more appropriate time to be creating these episodes for you than right now, where we are at the time of this recording during the global COVID-19 pandemic. Now, if you haven't figured this out by now, I am all about giving you not just the mindset shifts that need to happen or the practical strategy to take more action in your life. You need both. Because they're two sides of the same coin. And unfortunately, most people only teach you one without the other, which won't get you very far. So last week, we dove into the mindset portion of this topic of understanding trauma and its role in our lives. And this week, we're diving into the strategy piece, the practical, 
actionable how-to steps that we doers love. Those checklists, right? Just tell me what to do so I can check off those boxes. I know that you just want a list that you can check off and say, okay, they're done. But a list on its own without knowing why the list is important doesn't make any sense. And it certainly doesn't help you. Sort of like going to the grocery store. You might have a list of butter, flour, eggs, sugar, and no single one of those ingredients really means much on their own. But when you whip them together to make your Aunt Stella's favorite vanilla buttercream birthday cake for her 85th birthday, well, those ingredients take on a whole new meaning, don't they? And when you have that meaning, that's when things click and the magic starts to happen. Now, in the last episode, you heard me say that trauma and how we experience it is unique to each individual. And here's a great example to illustrate this. Let's think of it like catching a virus. Your thoughts can act like a virus, just like a virus causes you to have symptoms that are unpleasant, itchy nose, watery eyes, sore throat, coughing, fever, whatever. Your thoughts, really those limiting beliefs we talk about here on the show a lot, can cause symptoms in your life that you might experience and not like. And if you're thinking to yourself, well, my ideas aren't worth sharing, or if I share them, I'll be laughed at, like I was, that limiting belief I shared with you that I noticed that was at work in my life under the surface for almost 30 years, then as a result, the symptoms that might appear would be slower growth in your business or feeling frustration that the content you're creating doesn't seem to be resonating with your audience, which at the end of the day translates into less income coming in the door if you can't get your messaging right, because there's this deeper belief underneath there that's causing you not to use your voice and speak what's on your mind. You with me? Most people aren't necessarily aware that there's a thought buried deep in their unconscious mind that's causing all these symptoms. They just experience the symptoms and they try to fix the symptoms. But we know that if you were to go see a good holistic doctor, he's not going to prescribe you medication to get rid of the symptoms. He's going to treat the root cause, the thing that's causing those symptoms. All right, so let's take this analogy one step deeper. What causes someone to get a virus? Well, that depends on a lot of factors, right? It might depend on how strong your immune system is, or if you're genetically predisposed to it, or if you have underlying health conditions that might make you more susceptible. Your predisposition to catching the virus is directly correlated to your level of awareness. The more aware you are, the less likely that that virus, those limiting thoughts and beliefs, will be able to creep in and take hold and undermine your results, and cause all kinds of unpleasant symptoms. The less aware you are, the more likely those negative events that occur in your life, those traumas we talked about, whether they're big capital T traumas or little t traumas that cause you emotional hurt, those will trigger you to create limiting thought patterns that translate into your life and give you results you don't want, despite how hard you're working to avoid that from happening. The symptoms are what you experience as a result of the virus, the limiting thoughts under the surface. You can't get healthy. You can't get your life and business to a good place because there's something fighting against you on a deeper level. And whether or not you're susceptible to this virus, to these limiting thoughts, all comes down to your level of awareness, how you see and perceive the traumatic events that happen in your life and your willingness to lean into them and work through them. 
All right, all right. So now we get to the point where we can stop talking concepts and start talking concrete steps. Because what I'm going to tell you next will equip you with the skills you need to strengthen your mental immune system so you can better handle anything life throws at you. So no matter where you are in your life, in your career, this will help you hone your skills for dealing with crisis situations or really just any situation that induces fear or stress or overwhelm and anxiety. These are skills that most people want and don't have. I had to learn them the hard way. And I want to show you the steps you can start taking right now to heal through trauma and not just find, but also embrace your new normal. So let's talk first about what you need to stop doing. I mean, like stop right now. Stop trying to get back to normal. You're never going back there. That version of your life as you knew it no longer exists. So stop holding on to the way things were. All there is is life as you know it right now. Yes, the life you knew before can certainly continue to inform the life you have now, but there is no going back to the way things were. I learned this firsthand after overcoming cancer at 25. I couldn't wait to get back to normal. I felt like a fish out of water. Nothing felt comfortable. And what was really going on was my unconscious mind operating on some old limiting beliefs, telling me that story that I needed to get back to work as soon as possible to feel safe. See, my workaholism was part of my identity at that point. That's who I was. I worked and I worked hard. And so suddenly to not be able to work felt terrifying. I felt like I was out there in the open, vulnerable, exposed because the very core of me, my identity, which was so wrapped up in my work, was being threatened on a deep level. It was bringing up all these questions like, well, who am I if I don't have my work? The question sounded more like, if I'm not working, how will I make money? But on a deeper level, what I was really asking, which I can see so clearly now, was who am I if I don't have my habit of working, my work addiction to keep me safe and ease my mind and numb the pain so that I didn't have to face the music and answer that question. So fast forward to now, where after many years, many limiting beliefs realized and lots and lots of mindset work later, I realized that my work doesn't define me. And that is liberating. My work does not determine my worth. That's worth writing on a sticky note somewhere and putting it somewhere you'll see it every day. So you trying to get back to normal is your mind's way of saying, I need things to be like they were before because that felt safe. And I want to feel safe. Therefore, I need things to feel normal. Your life before was your comfort zone. Now your life looks different and it feels uncomfortable. And that's a good thing because guess what? When you stop wasting your time and energy trying to get back to normal, you can start putting that energy into finding what normal now looks like for you. Here's the underrated silver lining in all of this. Really, whenever life throws curveballs your way, it's an opportunity to look at your life through eyes that you wouldn't have had to look at it through otherwise had you not been forced to. And to see more clearly what things you want to keep in your life and what things you want to let go of, things that weren't serving you. Look, I can tell you that before having to undergo a mandated quarantine, I wasn't really thinking about how many little things in my day-to-day routine that I didn't really like, things that I could really do without, things that I was grateful we suddenly couldn't go and do because of this quarantine because we had an excuse now not to. 
and that removed the guilt of not doing it. Can you relate to this? Because guess what? No one was making you do those things that you didn't enjoy. That was you telling yourself for one reason or another that you needed to or you had to or that you should be doing X, Y, and Z because you didn't want to let someone else down or you were worried about what someone else might think or for whatever reason. But if you experienced a mandated quarantine like I did, suddenly when those things were taken away, my guess is you might have breathed a secret sigh of relief. I know I did. Maybe you've already started to notice there were some things in your life that were really sucking the energy out of you and you didn't realize how much until you didn't have to do them. And that taste of freedom, if you have enjoyed that, might be worth holding on to, wouldn't you agree? So no, why would I want to go back to normal if I didn't actually like the way things were? What if my new normal could be so much better than it was before? If I intentionally used this time to take inventory of my life and shed the things I don't want, bless and release them without the guilt, without worrying about what anyone else might think. Doesn't that feel good? And if you're listening and you notice a little voice in your head saying right now, but Courtney, I can't do that because... I'm going to call you out on that right now, because whatever you're about to say next is most likely a story you're telling yourself. That is one good way to find those sneaky limiting beliefs is to listen to what comes out of your mouth after you say the word, but it's tough because you're not always aware that you're operating by a belief or story you're telling yourself. It all comes back to that survival mechanism we were talking about. It's your unconscious mind's way of keeping you in the zone of the familiar. But the familiar doesn't always serve you. And it's your job to become more aware of that and present to it. So pay attention when you feel your heartbeat start to quicken and those excuses start to bubble up inside because that's your fight or flight, that survival mechanism kicking in. And if you let it run away with you, that's really going to hurt you. That will keep you in a space of always operating based on the way things have always been versus how you want them to be. Let me say that again. When you choose not to cultivate your self-awareness, and if you choose to keep doing things the way you've always done them, expecting a different outcome, you're giving up your power. And allowing that to be your default state will hurt you. Fight or flight is not a great place to be long term. Sure, it serves a purpose, but not for long term. Your unconscious mind is designed to keep you safe, but sometimes it does so to a fault and it does so in a way that actually keeps you stuck. I gave you a really clear example of this in the last episode of what I experienced in the third grade, something that happened when I was nine years old, a painful experience that led me to create a belief to shield and shelter me from feeling those painful emotions ever again. But now here, almost 30 years later, I realized I was still operating by the same belief and started seeing all the ways it was holding me back. What I unconsciously thought was keeping me safe was actually keeping me stuck. Because when you decide to cultivate your awareness and look out for those beliefs and stories you might be telling yourself, you can challenge them. Which brings me to my next point. Here's what I want you to start asking yourself. Is this something I'm telling myself I should do because I'm afraid of what will happen if I don't? To start asking yourself, is this something I want? And how will it feel? If I let this go, 
really simple questions that will give you really profound answers. I believe we all know deep down inside what we truly want, what feels aligned, but we let others' voices get in the way of that. We listen to those voices instead of our own. So here's another question you can ask yourself anytime you're facing a difficult situation. Have I handled difficult situations in the past? If your answer is yes, then what makes you think you won't make it through this one? See, the worst case scenario in your mind is often not really that bad. Some people might get mad at me saying that right now in a time like this, but it's the truth. Our minds paint a picture to be worse than it might actually be in reality. It's fear of the unknown that kicks in, that threatens you more than the actual situation itself will. Yes, there can be dire situations. It can feel scary. And there are tough decisions you will have to make. But you can make them. You can choose what's best for you and cross those bridges as they come. And you will make it to the other side. And you will be okay. Look at how you navigated difficult situations before. That's proof that you can do it again. So finding your new normal is really simple. You get to create it. And that's a gift. That should feel really good. That should empower you. Yeah, maybe it also feels a little scary. And maybe, depending on your situation, you're not quite sure where you'll land just yet. But I can promise you this. When you decide to land on your feet, you always will. So I'll leave you with this. Stop wishing for what was. Let go of the things that weigh you down. And get excited about creating your new normal because that is going to help you find your rhythm again and make sure your life is filled with good things, truly good things. And only you can determine what those good things are. So I hope this episode was helpful for you. Let me know if it was. Shoot me an email. DM me on Instagram. I love hearing from our listeners because as you've heard me say before, I don't see this podcast as a one-way conversation. This is a conversation I'm having right here with you. And as always, if you feel you are needing support to learn how to reframe any of those beliefs that might be keeping you stuck, but you don't know the first steps to take, I want you to know that I'm here for you. This is one of the most important things we empower our students to do here at the Effortless Life Company. So just send us a message either by email or direct message me so my team can reach out to you and walk you through some of the ways we can help you on a more personal level. That does it for today, guys. Here's to your new normal, my friend. I am raising a glass to that. Growing a business is hard work, but here at The Effortless Life, we believe it doesn't have to be. We're a company on a mission to help enhance the quality of life for busy entrepreneurs everywhere. One of our superpowers is helping entrepreneurs like you who feel overworked get the systems and support in place in your business so that you can finally start scaling your company and bring your vision to life. So if you're tired of working yourself to the max and winding up in the same place as you did last year with nothing ever really changing, then wouldn't you agree it's time to learn how to build a business you run, not one that runs you? You don't have to work as hard as you think you do in order to get the results you want. It all boils down to how clear your business plan is, how clear your strategy is to achieve it, and how clear you are on your role as the visionary leader of your company. If you aren't clear on these things, 
I want to help. When you head to CourtneyElmer.com slash CEO, you can find out the dates and times for my next live virtual workshop where I'm going to walk you through the structure and the systems you need to have in your business so you can get out from under all that busy work and be free to do the things that you are good at. Now, these are by invite only. So if getting out of stuck mode and gaining real traction is something you want to do this year, then make sure you're on the list at CourtneyElmer.com slash CEO. As you might have heard me mention inside this episode, if you want to join me for our next live workshop where I'm going to show you how to avoid the biggest mistakes that cause most podcasts to fail within the first 12 months and literally walk you through the exact framework that we teach our students to launch their shows in the top 100 and convert more of their listeners to clients, just go to the effortlesslife.co forward slash podcast workshop. That's the effortlesslife.co forward slash podcast workshop. 